afternoon. This is the 4 o'clock news on Latin Alt 88.5 HD3. I'm Christian Pineda with complete coverage of the day's events in Southern California and your world. Here are some of the stories we're covering. We've got the latest updates on the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney will stop paying half of its workforce and airlines are being sued over refunds. Let's kick things off with some local news. L.A. County's coronavirus death toll hit 600 yesterday with over 12,000 overall cases. Yesterday's numbers are better than Saturday's, which had the highest one-day death total at 81 fatalities. Dr. Barbara Ferrer, the county's director of public health, says of the 600 deaths, 89 of them had underlying health conditions. Information of 528 victims, 36% of them occurred among the Latinx community. 63 employees of the LAPD have tested positive, and 20 have tested from the LA Fire Department. New testing sites are expected to open today in Bell, downtown LA, Montebello, and Whittier. Orange County cases of the coronavirus still stand at 32 deaths, with thousands of confirmed cases. No new deaths have been reported today. Orange County's four largest cities have been confirmed for the most cases of COVID-19 in the county. These cities include Anaheim, Santa Ana, Hunting Beach, and Irvine. Anaheim reported and confirmed 18 new cases over the weekend. This is Ayana Apuan-Kettles with a coronavirus lifestyle update. Initially, the hardest part for me as a student was transitioning all of my classes online. But once I got down my schedule and created a routine, everything started to move smoothly. But then I hit an obstacle, balancing my time. When I come home to San Diego, my mind automatically goes into break mode because that's the only time I come home. So fighting my laziness and procrastination has been hard. My mom is one of the few people that still have to leave the house to go to work. There are days where she can work from home, but the majority of the time she's gone. And with my siblings being home 24-7, being the big sister, I take care of them. I cook, I clean, and I help with homework. And if they start arguing, I turn into the mediator. I'm not complaining because I love my siblings. It's just hard balancing my time between their needs and the time I need to get my schoolwork done. As a family, we've all stepped up around the house to make it easier on my mom. This quarantine has helped me truly appreciate everything my mother does for us. She works two jobs and she never complains. I'm Ayana Apple Kettles for KCSN News. I'm Emily Brubaker with a coronavirus lifestyle update. CSUN students aren't the only ones being affected by the school closure. CSUN staff, like my mother, Lori Brubaker, go about their work days as normal, just without an office involved. Lori Brubaker is an Associate Director for Human Resources and has been working from home for one month. The best thing from working at home is not having to sit in traffic and commute to work. Another really good thing is I'm learning a lot of new technology like Zoom meetings. However, she misses a social interaction, just like most of us do. She encourages her staff members to reach out and try to interact as much as possible. The advice that I'd have to other staff members is just make sure you keep in touch with your coworkers so you don't feel that isolation. Maybe talk to them over the phone during a coffee break, a lunch break, or just take a walk. Lori is celebrating 21 years working at CSUN this September. I'm Emily Brubaker for KCSN. Testing sites are now becoming available all over Los Angeles County. Officials are taking action to make sure that lower income areas have better access to getting tested for COVID-19 if they have reoccurring symptoms. County Supervisor Hilda Solis says new testing sites will be opening up in Bell, Montebello, and in downtown Los Angeles. County Supervisor Janice Hahn says, 
With more testing and making sure all Los Angeles County residents have easy access to testing for the virus, health officials will be able to better understand the spread of COVID-19. These testing sites will only be available to those who have made an appointment and are experiencing symptoms. City officials will hold a virtual meeting where they will announce the opening of a testing site in Carson. Members of the public may make an appointment to get tested at coronavirus.lacity.org testing. I'm Chloe Hooper for KCSN News. Thanks for the updates, everybody. Los Angeles is sending out medical teams to provide coronavirus rapid results testing at crowded homeless encampments. A pop-up COVID-19 testing clinic will be established on Skid Row and staffed by the LA Fire Department. If someone tests positive, that person will be transported to shelters or hotels that have agreements with LA County to safely quarantine. Mayor Garcetti says LA received its first trailers from the state to house those homeless who are at risk, those who are 65 and older, and those with chronic medical conditions. The first 10 trailers will open at the Woodland Hills Recreation Center. LA has a goal to provide 300 trailers in the coming weeks. Project Room Key now has 24 hotels and motels providing about 2,400 rooms to homeless people who are asymptomatic but have tested positive for coronavirus. Mayor Eric Garcetti is planning to release his proposed budget for the 2020 to 2021 fiscal year today. He says the economic turmoil brought on by the coronavirus will force the city to reduce some services and furlough many municipal employees for about a month. The mayor noted that the city of Los Angeles has built up a formidable reserve fund in recent years, but even with that, the revenue shortfalls caused by widespread business shutdowns will hurt. He says that as the economy reopens across the nation, he believes that L.A. can create the groundwork for a future that is much better than our previous normal ever was. An Orange County Superior Court judge refused to issue a temporary restraining order against the county using a Laguna Hills hotel. The county is seeking to use the Laguna Hills Inn to house homeless that have been infected with COVID-19. Judge Thomas Delaney acknowledged the city attorney's request to have the hotel move blocked, but denied the request. Delaney says that the use of the hotel is allowed under the state of emergency declared by the governor. This is not the first time a city or group has moved to block coronavirus patient housing. The Walt Disney Company will stop paying more than 100,000 employees this week, nearly half of its workforce. The pay suspension will reportedly save Disney up to $500 million a month across its theme parks and hotels. These are non-union employees who were told of the suspensions weeks ago. The theme parks and hotels have been shut in Europe and the U.S. for almost five weeks, with no opening date scheduled. Disney made nearly $7 billion in operating income from its parks, experiences, and merchandise last year. Here's what's happening in the rest of the world. Protesters are ignoring social distancing guidelines due to their frustrations over shelter-in-place orders over this weekend. They were packing sidewalks and streets nationwide. Protesters in Indianapolis say they understand the consequences of getting sick, but they want the government to step out. A protester in Maryland says she wants to save her business to live. She was very concerned about her future if stores don't reopen anytime soon. Protesters say closures of business have been financially devastating. The economic impact is part of our way of life. There's no way putting it aside. Is that health? I just don't understand it. More protests are opening up in states across the U.S. Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, North Carolina, Utah, and Washington have all seen protests recently. CNN says more protests are to be expected. 
Beaches and parks in Jacksonville reopened Friday afternoon as more states are considering easing restrictions. Crowds cheered and flooded the gates when police took down the barriers, and soon took part in swimming, surfing, and running, with social distancing seeming to be the last thing on their minds. Jacksonville Mayor Charlie Latham says that a lot of restrictions are still in place to keep people safe. We're still uh, keeping people from laying out on the beach. You're not allowed to have coolers. You're not allowed to have chairs. You're not allowed to have even towels to lay out on. If you want to run, jog, swim, surf, fish, you can do that, but you still need to maintain the, so the social distancing requirement. And if they don't, we, we tend to educate first, then we warn second, and then we take action third. Atlantic Beach Mayor Ellen Glasser says officials aren't afraid to pull the plug on beachgoers if they don't follow social distancing rules and restrictions. As Vermont has reached its peak of COVID-19 cases, Governor Phil Scott has announced that actions will slowly be taken to reopen its economy. Vermont State Senator Corey Parent says the reopening has to be carefully planned. We've all taken three, four weeks off here. The last thing we want to do is push people back to work as quick as possible and, and have a, a, a relapse of everything and ha you know having to pull back again. I think doing it in an orderly manner, in a cautious manner, um, will set us up for more long-term success. Outdoor businesses and construction crews with two workers or less, as well as low-contact professions including realtors and attorneys may begin working again. It is important that these workers continue to follow state guidelines of social distancing. The number of cases in Vermont is now only growing by 2% a week. Union leaders and small grocery owners say large chains should only provide pickup and delivery options to their customers. The union says grocery employees say only 85% of customers practice social distancing inside the stores. Dozens of grocery store workers have died from COVID-19 despite masks and capacity restrictions. The U.S. Labor Department of Industrial Relations says companies should encourage online order and pickup. The former Deputy Secretary of Labor during the Obama administration says America's grocery delivery system is not mature to the point where we can switch to an entirely remote system. Delta Airlines is being accused of trying to avoid giving refunds to customers for flights delayed or canceled due to the coronavirus. A Maryland resident filed a class action lawsuit on Friday alleging that Delta refused refund requests. The requests were for flights the company canceled twice. Delta responded to the lawsuit, claiming the plaintiff had requested the refund only two days prior to the suit. The class action against Delta follows similar suits against airlines like United Airlines and Southwest. In Canada, a gunman disguised as a police officer shot and killed 16 people in their homes. The shooter also set fire to several of the homes. This is the deadliest attack in the country's history. The suspected shooter is dead. He was caught at a nearby gas station when he engaged in a shootout with local law enforcement. Commanding officer of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Lee Bergerman, says the losses of the community are immense. What has unfolded overnight and into this morning is incomprehensible and many families are experiencing the loss of a loved one. That includes our own RCMP family. It's with tremendous sadness that I share with you that we have lost Constable Heidi Stevenson, a 23-year veteran of the force. It has been reported that officials believe the shooter targeted his first victims and then began to shoot randomly across the Canadian province of Nova Scotia. Authorities told all the residents to stay in lockdown in their homes and in their basements until the shooter was in custody. Many people living under the coronavirus lockdown measures are worrying about how they're going to be able to pay their rent, but six foreign tourists took an interesting approach by hiding out in a cave in India.
The group lived in a cave for almost a month near Rishikesh, a town in northern India, before the police found and quarantined them at an ashram yesterday. The tourists, four men and two women from France, Turkey, Ukraine, the U.S., and Nepal, were initially staying at a hotel, but they ran out of money. They have decided to take refuge in the cave from March 24th until yesterday, where the police found them. Indian authorities have asked them to self-quarantine for two weeks as a precaution, even though the group seemed healthy. Scientists are working to produce a COVID-19 vaccination, and political leaders are warning restrictions might not be entirely lifted until one is available. The current situation, a challenge to the anti-vaccine movement, and some of those who have been against immunizations say they are changing their minds now. Haley Searcy says she was fully anti-vax when her daughter was born in 2019. She says she was afraid of the vaccine as part of the disease as they were supposed to protect against. But now Searcy is one of the many who has changed her mind after seeing what viruses can do when they are not being fought with vaccines. In another case of animals enjoying the empty streets around the world, a kangaroo was spotted in Adelaide in South Australia yesterday. Adelaide's population is more than 1.2 million people. A spokesperson from the South Australian police says it was quite unusual to see the marsupial bouncing around the city. Australians are required to stay at home unless they are going out to buy groceries or seek medical care. Earlier today, President Donald Trump accused Democrats of playing a very dangerous political game by insisting there is a shortage of tests for the coronavirus. Trump's latest accusation came as Vice President Mike Pence assured governors of both parties that a national testing strategy to help secure the in-demand supplies like testing swabs and chemical reagents is in the works. Pence says the administration sent an email earlier today to officials in each state dealing current testing capacity by state. A robotics team from Afghanistan has developed a working ventilator using car parts. The team won an international robotics competition in 2017. The Afghan girls' robotics team used an open design from MIT. They incorporated a Toyota windshield wiper motor in their ventilator. Toyotas make most of the cars in Afghanistan, which means parts would be easy to find for the design. Afghanistan currently has 1,000 positive tests for the coronavirus and only 400 ventilators in the country. If you grew up a 90s basketball fan, you recognize that music. Last night was the premiere of the highly anticipated sports documentary, The Last Dance, a 10-part series chronicling Michael Jordan's final year with the Chicago Bulls. Episodes 1 and 2 debuted last night on ESPN, revealing the premise statement within minutes, the Bulls' front office putting an end to one of the most prolific dynasties in sports history by forcing a rebuild and getting rid of the winningest coach after their 1997-1998 season. So going into 1997-98, the Bulls have won five championships. There's drama that summer as to whether they're even going to come back, although I think most of us who are from Chicago and call Chicago home knew somehow they'd be back. And Jerry Reinsdorf, the majority owner, would have to leave town if they didn't come back. You can't argue with championship after championship after championship. They were still the best team in the NBA. Next Sunday's two episodes will feature the controversial Dennis Rodman and his role in the absence of Scottie Pippen. For KCSN News, I'm Cindy Rodriguez. The price of oil in the U.S. dropped into negative territory for the first time in history, dragging the stock market down with it. The Dow lost 592 points to close, down 2.4%. The S&P fell 1.8%, and the Nasdaq lost 1%. The demand for oil has plummeted so much since stay-at-home orders were issued that experts say oil tanks could reach their limits in the next three weeks. 
Stocks for entertainment and streaming services like Amazon and Netflix are on the rise, though. Amazon was up 1.7% and Netflix was up 4% as more people are staying home and looking for things to do. Burger joint company Shake Shack returns the $10 million loan it received from the federal Paycheck Protection Program. Media outlets are reporting that most of the program's funds were given to chain restaurants, hoteliers, and corporations, not to small local businesses. Shake Shack officials say they decided it was unfair that they received a large payment when small businesses might need it more. Protesters are bringing their anger and outbursts to Facebook, and Facebook says it will monitor the posts and take some of them down. Recent small protests have been taking place across the country against the stay-at-home orders in place to reduce the spread of COVID-19. The protests are reportedly organized in many cases by right-wing political groups who are using social media to get support. Facebook has announced it will be removing some of these posts because the actual protests go against local social distancing regulations. Facebook has also announced it will be releasing maps of people who report having COVID-19 symptoms. This will help track the spread of the virus county by county. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg says understanding the spread of COVID-19 is vital for local governments and health officials trying to distribute resources, including ventilators and personal protective equipment. Facebook says it will continue to consider privacy while gathering data, and the surveys will not save individual survey responses. Facebook says it hopes to introduce a new way for researchers and experts to understand the crisis. Maybe it's the way she walked. It looks like One Direction is getting the band back together. Speculation surged once eagle-eyed fans noticed that the official One Direction Twitter account, as well as the accounts of many of the band members, have followed Zayn Malik back. The band went back on hiatus in 2015 when Malik announced that he was quitting the band to pursue a solo career. In an Instagram live feed over the weekend, one of the band members, Liam Payne, revealed that many of the bandmates were in London and had been trying to set up a FaceTime meeting with each other. A reunion might be the most fans could have hoped for for the band's 10th anniversary this year. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have announced they are cutting off all dealings with four of the UK's biggest tabloid newspapers. The announcement comes after years of strained relationships between the couple and the four tabloids. The Daily Mail, The Sun, The Mirror, and The Express were notified of the news in a letter sent by Meghan and Harry yesterday. The couple had a rough time when it comes to social media. Since being together, the couple has spoken out against what they say is relentless and aggressive coverage of Meghan in particular. The nationwide lockdown put in place because of COVID-19 has forced a lot of people around the country to work from home. This way of life has hit even the most eccentric. The famed and mysterious artist Banksy posted on Instagram showing how he's been keeping himself busy during the quarantine. The post shows what is presumably Banksy's bathroom full of illustrations of rats doing everything from swinging from the mirrors to ruining the toothpaste tube to counting the days that they've been in quarantine. Banksy noted that his wife hates it when he works from home. This is the first work the artist has published since his Valentine's Day mural that went up in Bristol earlier this year. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis want you to raise a glass full of wine to help a good cause. The Hollywood couple announced on their social media accounts yesterday that they will be selling quarantine wine to help those in need due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In Southern California weather, the clouds are sticking around Northridge and the chilly weather is sticking around today too. The forecast says the cold weather won't last past Tuesday. The weather service we're going to be seeing 
a heat wave roll through the rest of the week, bringing us into the upper 90s. For today, though, we're looking at temperatures in the 60s as long as the sun's out, and with those numbers are going to dip into the 50s once night rolls around. Right about now, it's 66 degrees in Northridge and 68 degrees in LA. At 420, I'm Christian Pineda on Latin Alt 885 HD3. Stay healthy and stay safe.